1: Rising costs and keeping up with your current financial obligations like raising kids and paying for college means some Americans are tempted to hold off on saving for retirement. They think it makes sense to wait until the kids have grown and there's more money to save. The problem? It's easy to say you'll save more, but as Pat explains today, a lot of empty nesters are struggling to keep that promise to catch back up, and that can mean trouble for your retirement. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and Pat, this is a problem for those empty nesters who are not saving more for retirement after the kids have left like they said they would (laughs) they said they would they're not doing it
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'm I mean it's just human nature to procrastinate, right? right? And uh and this is a classic example of that. And it's the reason so many people are so concerned about retirement mm-hmm. in America, because who leaves high school or college and starts their job and says, Okay, I'm focused on retirement now? Like not most right. people. Right. And then, you know, maybe there's getting married, maybe there's buying a house, maybe there's having kids and starting to maybe think about college and things like that, and suddenly you know, the kids are gone, and you're thinking, well, what's next? Oh, oops, I probably should be doing more for retirement. So this is a very, very common situation.
1: Yes, yes. And so what we found, or I didn't do the research. It was the Center for Retirement (laughs) Research at Boston College. What they found is that empty nesters, they did this survey, they're not saving more for retirement after the kids have left. These parents have covered thousands of dollars, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars in college tuition costs, Rather than building their own retirement savings, planning to catch up later, but then the kids are off the payroll, they are gone, and then these empty nesters, they are not paying down their mortgages or their debt any faster than before. A lot of them have actually even cut back on their work hours once the children were out of the home, and they started taking more leisure time, but they haven't really been saving more, so there's... I don't know what we want to call this phase of our career now, Pat, where we are the empty nesters and we're recovering from raising children, but (laughs) not fully ready to retire yet. There's going to be a new name for that at some point. But, Pat, let's talk about getting serious. For those who do need to boost their savings in the final years of their career, there are rules for catch-up contributions. So there are some things that can help us out a little bit here if we need to boost that, right?
0: yeah, Jen, this is something that you know we've learned over the years that some of the most common scenarios when someone mm-hmm. hires us is this exact scenario where you're you know you're working, you're you're trying to get along. but really, it's maybe not even until you're an empty nester before you can really get serious about it. And that's when a lot of people come to us in the five to ten years before retirement and we ask them what they're looking for, what their motivation is. it is that, I realize now this is, it's time to get serious about this. So a lot of times the people that are coming in to talk to us, uh, they're doing the things that we want them to be doing. They're thinking about, okay, what does this retirement situation look like? They're thinking about their mortgage balance. They're trying to figure out, does it make sense to pay that down or to invest money? They're trying to figure out ways to save. And so, uh, you know, coming back to your question, you know, Different ways to save and invest for retirement. um, There are two different limits whether you are under age 50 or uh, 50 or older. And so, for example, if you're under 50, um, you can put up to 20, uh, right now it's $20,500 a year in a 401k and $6,000 a year into an IRA or a Roth IRA, but those numbers jump considerably once you hit age 50. Oh, uh, twenty seven thousand a year can go into a four oh one K and seven thousand into an IRA or Roth IRA. And Jen, I know you and I talk during some of our shows about tax planning. This ties heavily in tax planning, because a lot of people are hiring us, they've put some money in 401k, they're trying to figure out how they're going to retire, they're worried about taxes in the future. So how much you can put into a Roth IRA each year while you're working is a big deal, Mm because you, of course, only have so many years to consider that. And then on top of that, if your employer offers a Roth 401k, now those limits are important as well. Um, And that's, of course, you know, as we're rattling off all of these, you know, acronyms and things like that, it can get very confusing. And that's exactly the reason why people come to us is to help them kind of figure out, Okay, lay out all the options for me and help me figure out how to prioritize them and, and think through those in a way that makes the most sense.
1: So as we talk a little bit about potentially putting off our saving until later, which which some people do fall into that. How do you help bring back a dose of reality for people who aren't saving as much as they should? What does that analysis look like where we figure out if we're on track or not?
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly if uh, someone isn't doing what they're supposed to do and you have to tell them that, that's not a very fun conversation, right? (laughs) Now, I will say, Jen, um, the majority of people who come in to see us are actually the opposite. They're more down on themselves and they feel like, you know, oh, everyone else is saving more than us, or I haven't Mm -hmm. invested well enough. And actually, um, a lot of times they're really on a good path. So uh, this is really uh, one of the fun parts of what we do. Generally, when someone comes in and they take advantage of our no cost, no obligation review, we're basically able to take a look at where they're at today. And of course, the most important thing is where they want to get to. Um, Do you have an idea of when you want to retire? Do you have an idea what your lifestyle is going to be like in retirement? Those types of things. And then we can run a initial analysis and the numbers say it all. We can lay it all out there and and we can see if you're on track or if you're not. Now we have options. Um, you know, uh, let's say uh, the analysis says, "Hey, you're not going to be able to meet your goals." Okay, well, you could start saving more. Um, you could uh, work longer. You could, you know, do some part-time work early in retirement. There's all different ways that we can get there, and so that's kind of the fun part about it. And that's why we we call our process a custom-built retirement because everyone's different. You know, some people really want to fully retire all at once. Some people like the idea of working on the side or something like that. So that's why we we think the opportunity to sit down with one of our planners uh, is really valuable. And that's why we do it at no cost and no obligation, because we want to make that available to people of the Midlands. If that sounds like something that would be of value to you, call us now at 803 Nine retire. We called our five step retirement review. And for listeners of the show, there's absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started. Just call 803-9 retire.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the books save your retirement and the retirement secret. And Pat, you know, as we talk a little bit about that idea of making sure that we are on track, it it is good to know, like you said, some people are kind of down on themselves, but they're actually in a a better shape than they thought they might be. Are there any general rules of thumb or or any, any milestones we want to be thinking about, you know, save a certain amount by a certain age? Is there something like that that can help us kind of See if we're on track or not as we approach retirement.
0: Yeah, I think that's a smart question to ask, Jen. I'm not a big fan of those types of things, and <laughs> the reason is is because everyone's different, yeah, you know. That's true. And, yeah. And, and one of the one of the examples I'll give is one of the most difficult questions we'll ask someone in, in uh, when we meet them is. Do you have an idea of how much income you'll need or want in retirement? And now you may have a very analytical person who has a spreadsheet who knows what that is, but a lot of people have no idea. And so they're actually looking for an answer like that. But the challenge with that is some of our clients when they retire, they just keep spending what they've been spending, you know, during their working years. And of course, other people to what you were mentioning earlier in the show, other people are kind of living, let's say high on the hog, you know, in their, Mm -hmm. you know, empty nester years, and they realize, Mm -hmm. hey, we're gonna, we're trying to enjoy this now while the money's coming in, and we realize we have to cut back. So that's where to me, it's difficult to have a general rule, because everyone is just so different.
1: Right. Well, and, and I think that is a very fair point. And I've been very focused on asking all these questions about saving, making sure we've saved enough. But I guess the other big thing we should talk about is how do we figure out how much we can afford to take from our retirement savings each year? Because that's kind of the other side of this equation. After we've done the saving, now we have to figure out when you talk about how much income do you need, now we have to figure out how much we can take out of that savings each year, right?
0: Yeah. And that's a really good point, Jen, that we all have to figure out. It's very rare that someone's just living off of Social Security and or a pension. Mm -hmm. Most of us have to have some kind of income off our nest egg. And this is a relatively new phenomenon, you know, a generation or two ago, they weren't worrying about these types of things. And then, you know, as people started investing more, uh, it was really only until the believe it or not, the 1990s, when a financial planner came out with an idea called the 4% rule, and he ran some scenarios. And he said, for in most cases, if you have your money in stocks and bonds, if you take 4% a year out, and that increases for inflation, in most cases, you should be okay. Now, notice there's no guarantees there, of right, course, there's, right. there's a lot of this could happen or this should happen. And that's one of the things that we think is a huge problem because, of course, it depends on how long you live. It depends on a lot of people think the stock market is very highly priced right now. So those returns may be lower. Most people don't think bonds are going to make much of anything going forward. So how much can you take off of your savings? That's going to depend on how you invest your money. And that's the reason we like to have a more diversified approach because we think if you have your money spread in you know some things that are guaranteed and some that are outside of the stock market you can actually take a higher percentage every year and enjoy you know the fruit of your labor more so and not have to worry about the stock market.
1: Well, and and so many factors there as you just mentioned factors like the stock market, you know, volatility, things like inflation which we've talked about a lot on this show and then higher taxes down the road. If your question is how much do I need to save to retire? Those factors I just mentioned, Pat, they do make that an even more difficult question to answer.
0: There's no doubt about that. And, you know, after working for so many years, saving what you can while taking care of your family and your bills, it's a stressful time for you as you're trying to see if you've done enough, if you've saved enough, if you can actually afford to retire. We can help you find answers to your questions and create an income strategy that can help you protect what you've saved. If you're listening right now you don't have an income plan for retirement, we would like to help you create a spending plan to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about and uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, such as inflation, stock market risk, potential tax increases, and rising health care costs, and learn about options for generating income in retirement. There's no cost and no obligation for this analysis, but it's just for listeners of today's show who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. Once again, to get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number one more time, 803-9-RETIRE. Or if you prefer to hear the numbers as you're punching it into your phone, 803-973-8473. Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby continues after this.
2: Hello, this is Dave Walker, former controller General of the United States. The federal government has grown dramatically, promised too much, lost control of its budget, and must restructure its finances in order to create a better future.
3: I agree, David. Hey, Columbia, this is John Farley from Preservation Specialists. You're invited to a one-night-only special event on Thursday, August 18th, as we talk about our country's financial issues and how they may impact your retirement learn why it's crucial to take action now and discover strategies you can implement to help protect your future. To register for this special event, call 803-9-RETIRE. After a decades-long mission to promote fiscal responsibility at all levels of government, you won't want to miss what David has to say. Call 803-9-RETIRE. David M. Walker is not affiliated with and does not endorse Preservation Specialists or Kalos Capital, Inc., Preservation Specialist may not provide tax advice and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc.
2: To register for the special event with former U.S. Controller General Dave Walker, August 18th, call Preservation Specialist now at 803-973-8473. That's 803-9 Retire.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the books. Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. going to be talking a little bit about all of that planning and preparing for retirement versus actually living in retirement, which turns out is a little bit different, Pat. Fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as it turns out, it is different. It's one thing to dream about retirement, and it's another thing to live in retirement every day. I don't know if you've heard that from your clients before after they make the switch.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I started working with retirees when I was pretty young and, you know, the thought of retirement or it's one of the biggest changes you'll ever go through in your life really hadn't occurred to me, you know, when I was in my you know mid twenties sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sure. it is fascinating. And I don't think, you know, anyone who tries to uh, paint a, a broad brush of that and say that, you know, this type of, this happens to everybody. I just think is so untrue. It's so individualized, and some people take to it like a duck to water, and some people it's just a huge, you know, it's a change that they they can't ever wrap their mind around. And and others, you know, they like to have, you know, maybe going from full retirement and having a semi-retirement first is a good transition point. So there's there's so many ways it can be done, so many ways to fill that time in retirement. You know, finding ways to you know, to motivate, to give you purpose. Those are all just big things and um, big topics. And uh, I'm glad we're getting a chance to dig into it today.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think retirement is just one example, but so many things in our life, Pat, we can plan for how we'll handle something or we can anticipate how we think something's going to go. And then when we actually get into it, it's just a little bit different. I mean, I'll, I'll just share with you most recently, my daughter who has just started driving herself, well, she's ridden the school bus to her school. She's had her dad and I drive her a thousand times to that school. But the first time she was behind the wheel by herself without somebody else in the car, it felt totally <laughs> different to her. Yeah. She she felt like she was going to get lost even though she'd been there before. So that's kind of a phenomenon that we go through with so many things. It shouldn't be a surprise that it's kind of like this with retirement also.
0: That's true. And one of the things, you know, I've had people, you know, as they're preparing for retirement and they'll ask, you know, well, how does this happen and how does that happen? And a lot of those are things that we're doing for they've hired us to do. And I'll say, "Oh, we'll, we'll take care of that." And it's and they just I have this look of relief. Oh, thank goodness because <laughs> there's just so many things that are new that yes. you haven't done before and it can be so overwhelming just to try and think of them all. And and one of the, you know, things that we like to say is most people will hopefully only retire once in their entire life and Mm -hmm. the beauty of working with someone like us is we've essentially retired hundreds of times in working with our clients and so we've been through that process we know what the pitfalls are we know what the things to take advantage of are and so why not learn from our process that we've gone through over the years
1: right so let me set up some of the audio that we have that we're going to play here in this part of the show Um, because when we talk about learning about something knowing about something intellectually and then experiencing it Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement at the University of Kansas for 44 years. And he had a piece in the Wall Street Journal that I found where he admitted that while it's one thing to know intellectually what happens with retirement, Living through it is another thing altogether. So he's been retired for a couple years now, and so he's now starting to write about what this is like now that he is living in retirement after he thought about it and taught about it for so long. And he talked about one of the biggest transitions or biggest surprises for him is how he feels about his use of time now. And so I I spoke Hmm. with him on the phone. This was actually it was online. It was an Internet connection. So I apologize. There, There are a few little blips in it. But I thought this was interesting, his take on his use of time now.
3: I thought that one surprise for me is I thought that the feeling of release and freedom that I would get from retirement would come about because I was no longer externally scheduled by a job. In my case, I was a professor, and I had to teach these classes, and I had to attend these meetings, and in other words, meet these uh, time commitments. But really, the relaxation came from taking pressure off of myself. In order to have, as many people do, a successful career, you put pressure on yourself to attempt things and try things and learn things and and you know go for opportunities and when i no longer had to do that that was the thing that really really relaxed me Uh, it doesn't matter now what time in the morning i start my walk or what time in the afternoon i decide to finish the crossword puzzle the time is much less a pressing thing for me
1: right so less of a pressing thing and he also told me he is a little bit protective of his time now. he really doesn't hmm. want to have to commit himself to certain things. so I, I I don't know is that something that you hear from from the folks that you help with this transition as well?
0: I, I do It reminds me Jen of vacations and hear me out here. so there's different <laughs> different ways to vacation right sure. and sometimes people just go to the beach and then just sit and relax. And that was not how I was raised. It was Mm -hmm. kind of like you have the agenda and you're going to hit all these things. And so I've kind of adopted that. And uh, one of the trips Janelle and I went on was uh, kind of a coastal area and you would walk from town to town. And so we had we had like a couple nights there. And the the day we were there, it was kind of like walk around and then like sit and relax. Mm -hmm. And and Janelle was kind of like, "Are you okay? Like, is this?" <laughs> and I was like, "I just don't. I don't know what to do with myself." Right. And so it sounds like a lot. A lot like what he's what he's saying, and that that you know that our lives are so you know busy now that that's yes. got to be just a freeing, but it, it's freeing, but it also is probably scary at first because you because you don't know what to do with yourself.
1: Yes. And, and that's exactly what he said. He says it creates these conflicted feelings. Yeah. And he's, he's got some of that as well. Here, here's one more where he talks about experiencing that internal conflict, that tug of not knowing for sure what he should be doing.
3: And you think to yourself, why? Why are you doing that? So you feel... You know, I, as, as as I put it, I have two angels on my shoulder. One angel whispers in my ear, "Relax, take it easy." The other angel whispers in my ear, "Shouldn't you be doing something right now?" <laughs>
1: kind of kinda, where ah. we find ourselves, right?
0: It's so good. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, I'm sure yes. in my first day of retirement, that's exactly what I'll be thinking to myself the entire time. And uh, I'm sure I will absolutely drive Janelle crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that. And we will get into the couple's retirement here on the other side of the break. But there is this tug and how will we be spending our time. And That doesn't seem like something we need to talk through with a financial advisor. How am I going to spend my time? It doesn't really seem like something to talk to somebody like you about, but why is that something that you as a retirement planner want to know about?
0: Well, there's actually two reasons, Jen. Um, there's a very extremely practical one, which is uh, because we do get that question. So we, we do ask people, you know, what, what what's your dream retirement look like? You know, what would you be doing? Who are you going to be with? Where are you going to be? And the practical reason is it has a huge effect on your spending needs in mm-hmm. retirement. You know, we have clients that did very well in their working years, but their lifestyle in retirement is to go camping in a tent. And that's the most expensive thing they do. That um, They yeah. spend a lot less every month than we have other clients that like to take first class, you know, trips around the world and things like that. So there's no judgment of those things. It's just a matter of we want to know what you want out of it to help you to help make sure, you know, if you're wanting to travel around the world, you're not going to do that on the camping in a tent budget. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to match those up. The other reason, uh, and this is something I've learned only through experience, Jen, is that human beings are incredible at procrastinating, and we also love instant gratification. Yes. And planning planning for retirement isn't really ideal for either of those. So I love the added bonus of talk, is we get to talk about what we want to do and experience and people we want to be with, mm-hmm. and that gets you excited and motivated to actually get the plan in place. So I think those two really go hand in hand, and both are extremely valuable.
1: That is such a great point there. And when we talk about that plan in place... Talk about what goes into a strategy to help turn those ideas, those random thoughts and ideas we have, into reality.
0: Yeah, I mean that's one one of the things you know we have clients Jen that are very intelligent and understand finance, and they'll come in and say you know ask kind of typical questions, then they'll say how do you actually turn all of this into a retirement? Uh, Because it's we're not taught that right. There's no training for that, and in fact you know our parents and grandparents probably didn't have to do that because they probably retired and they had a pension and social security and. You know, they got the gold watch and everything was fine. And it's it's so much more complex now. And so, that's why we talk about a retirement plan really needs to be comprehensive. It needs to have five areas. And that's, you know, the first three that everyone nods their head and says makes sense is you got to know where your income's coming from. We want to know how your taxes are going to be paid because we want to see if we can keep those as low as possible. And then for most people, at least some of their income is going to come from some kind of nest egg. So we have to have an investment plan. All three of those go together. And then we talk a lot about healthcare. Uh, that's a fourth one and the estate planning. And the estate plan could be after you're gone or it could be, you know, if you are sick. Uh, It could be if you're married, you know, protecting your spouse. So, all of those things, all pulled together, are part of a comprehensive plan. We call uh, the plans we put together for our clients custom-built retirement plans, because they are not cookie-cutter. We think everyone should be individualized. And the first step to creating something like that, we call it our five-step retirement review. And we offer that today to our listeners at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, no cost, no obligation to take that first step. The number is 803-9Retire.
1: It's one thing to come up with how you would spend that perfect day in retirement, but what happens to that ideal day and all those retirement dreams and plans when your spouse is also retiring? We'll get into that in just a moment. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10 pat's new book the retirement secret is now available it's a companion to his first book save your retirement order yours right now at amazon.com
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialist, and today we're talking about retirement dreams versus reality, because fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as we're discussing today, it is one thing to dream about retirement, and it is another thing to live in retirement every day. Now, who we talked to about all of this, Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement for more than four decades before he retired himself back in 2020. And his wife actually retired at about the same time. And he says one of the factors that we have to consider when it comes to retirement is not only how we'll spend our own time, but what happens if we do have that spouse who is retiring with us?
3: You know, I married him for better or worse. But not for lunch.
1: <laughs> Which just <laughs> I think that's perfect.
3: It's amazing.
1: Don't we have don't we all have that thought, right? What is he doing in here? Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you know, a couple of thoughts I have on that. First of all, of course, we all have different personalities: introverts, extroverts, and I'm some kind of weird combination where I love being around people, but I also really love being by myself. Yes. And um, my wife Janelle is more of she enjoys that time together. So that's that, that's a balancing act that we have through our lives now, and I, I can only imagine be magnified in retirement. But I I can't help but <laughs> tell a story of clients I worked with I've worked with for a long time, and I remember vividly she was not working outside the house uh, Mm -hmm. when he retired so she was used to having that alone time and then he retired and suddenly he was there with her everywhere and she came into the office (laughs) once without him and um she she was like mentioning (laughs) that he was following her along in the grocery store and she kind of leans in and she says pat he's driving me crazy yeah Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, figuring out those boundaries, that's right. a that's a big deal.
1: Right. But now here's the good news though, because this is something else that Dr. Eckert, who I spoke with, has researched a little bit and he says in his research of how people act in retirement and how they adapt, he found there there won't be a lot of serious effects on the marriage. Adjustments to make, yes, but not necessarily things that will actually threaten your marriage.
3: People really actually look forward to retirement as a time that they can finally spend together after decades of uh, raising children and marching off to work. Now they can enjoy one another's uh, together and uh, engage in activities that they would uh, like to explore.
1: So some good news there. It's certainly certainly an adjustment and of course you know there there are so many jokes that we can all make about <laughs> about that <laughs> that extra time together. But I do think there's some important things to talk about there Pat when you are dealing with a couple How important is it to you to have a lot of communication about everyone's goals and expectations for retirement and how clearly are we making sure that we are communicating this and being honest about what everybody's goals and expectations are?
0: Yeah, you know, this is one of those unexpected, um, I think really big potential benefits of working with a planner, Jen, is it's literally just having a, a third person you know when you're a married couple uh you know we taught the uh, Dave Ramsey uh, financial freedom course at my church a number of years ago and I was the I was the leader of that and you know there wasn't anything in the financial recommendations that was new to me but uh what I was really impressed with with Dave Ramsey's information was going in depth and talking about money as a couple and uh because obviously you know money is one of the areas that creates the most division amongst couples and right. so um so I think What we have seen with all of our planners is um, meeting with the planner is kind of like a safe space, right? So you you know you have uh, an opportunity to kind of voice things and get things out on the table that maybe aren't that comfortable to do when you're at home. And uh, I you know one of the things, Jen, I'm just laughing thinking about various conversations. (laughs) You know, in the first meeting. We really want to know, you know, hey, what's your dream retirement? What will you be doing? And all those kinds of things. And we've literally had meetings where one person will say, oh, my goodness, I can't wait until we retire. And we sell the home and we buy the RV and we travel the country. And the other one says, (laughs) we have never talked about that. I would never (laughs) do that in a million years. And they're kind of staring at each other and you're thinking, well. It's probably a good thing you talked about this now. <laughs> right? So, I mean, these are these are really big things. And, of course, it doesn't have to be anything near that extreme. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, planning your spending in retirement. And, okay, well, what type of travel are you going to do? How expensive is it going to be? Who are you going to be going to see? Where are the places you're going to go? You know, just silly, you know, little things like that. And it can really add up. And uh, I think I'd like to think that that can create... Uh, a lot of comfort in the in the relationship because they've got been able to air those things and work through them ahead of time rather than those unpleasant surprises as we as we may occasionally have in a marriage.
1: Right. Well, and and you're right that that is a benefit of having somebody who's bringing things up because how many times do we just make that assumption? This is what I've been thinking about, so of course he's been thinking about the same thing as I have, and then you don't even think to bring it up because it's just what what your thought is, what your plan is the whole time, and having that other person to talk through these things, uh, as well as the money side and everything else, th- there truly is a benefit there. You, you're probably not even trying to keep it a secret from your spouse. You just don't even think right. about bringing, bringing up some of these things as far as your, your goals and dreams and retirement right
0: yeah and I, I think you know the the reality of everything is life is just so busy and you know maybe maybe they'll say 100 200 years ago they thought it was busy too but clearly it's busier now you know right. there's so many pressures that we all have on ourselves and it may even like you said you're likely not hiding it from your spouse in fact you may even have wanted to talk to them about it and there's just not time to focus or, you know, if it's been brought up, you know, there's other distractions, you know, and those types of things. And so, that's another benefit of, you know, sitting down with a planner is you are investing, you know, for example, our, our typical meeting is, is an hour long. So, you're, you're investing an hour of your time into trying to make sure that your retirement is going to be in order. But also, it's investing an hour, if you're a married couple, it's an investing an hour in your relationship because it's giving you a chance to really, kind of make sure you're seeing eye to eye in those types of things. And that's one of the reasons, Jen, that we offer our first meeting, our first review at no cost and no obligation, uh, because for listeners of the show, we want them to have that opportunity uh, to sit down with the planner and begin those conversations with a planner. And to get started, you just have to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Uh, we call that your five-step retirement review. It's an opportunity to sit down and look at where you are right now. But Like you and I have been kind of kind of laughing about today, it is talking about wh- what do you want that retirement to look like? And if you're married, what what does your spouse want that to look like how how similar are they and let's talk mm-hmm. that out um so once again that's part of that first step and there is no cost or obligation for that the number again to get started is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. he is the founder of Preservation Specialists and Pat clearly there are some differences between helping a single person plan for retirement and helping a couple whether it is what we are both wanting to do but what are some other things that need to be accounted for when you're working with two people and helping two people enter retirement?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, Jen. So, you know, one of the things we talk about is that the foundation to a successful retirement is a written retirement income plan. And a lot of times people are surprised when I tell them um, that for a married, for an individual, there's three pieces to that, and for a married couple, there's four. So the three pieces that everyone has is we need to make sure you have a steady, reliable source of income. That's pretty obvious. Uh, we want that to be protected from inflation. And then the question we all have is, will my money last as long as I do? Right? Because that's the that's the eternal question that we all have. Right. Uh, but then the fourth one uh, for a married couple is how do we make sure that if one spouse Predeceases is the other that the surviving spouse is protected. Yes. And, you know, that's something that a lot of people don't talk a lot about. And, you know, one of the statistics I saw recently, Jen, that just blew me away is they've determined that 80% of men die while they're married and 80% of women die single. Mm-hmm. And that's a staggering number uh, mm-hmm. when you think about that. And so how many times, uh, you know, we've met with someone, it's not always this way, but a lot of times there might be, in a married couple, um, the guy who likes to handle the investments and um, his wife who really isn't interested in that, or has he hasn't shared that information with her. Well, if the odds are that high that um, she's going to end up on her own at some point, we need to make absolutely sure that there's a plan in place to protect her. And of course, if uh, she were to predecease him, we want to make sure he's protected too. But those are the kinds of things that aren't fun to talk about, but right. my goodness, we, you know, and I've never met a husband that doesn't want his wife protected if he dies first, right? right so these right. are the kinds of things that it's something that people want, but it's not fun to talk about, so a lot of times it doesn't get talked about, and those are the kinds of things that we think are really important, and we want to make sure they get covered.
1: Right, and there are a lot of stats also about the number of women who when they, If they do outlive their spouse, they end up having to find somebody else to work with on the financial side because they never really had that relationship with the person that, that their husband was going to. And, and Or maybe they feel neglected. They don't really feel like they've had that relationship. So I imagine it's really important to you to sit down with both of them the whole time so that way it isn't like, oh, h- hello, Mrs. Jones. Nice to meet you after mm. after he passes away, right?
0: that's absolutely the case and and I would add to that Jen that is if let's say the wife hasn't met the planner that can be a difficult situation also if the you know if you want to handle your finances yourself mm-hmm. will your wife be capable we've had people hire us purely because that the husband wants the wife to have somebody in case something happens to them yes. so that's an, another example of the benefits of that and You know there are a lot of good financial professionals out there, but there's also ones that aren't so good. And so if if you're leaving it to chance that your spouse that's surviving you is just going to find somebody, that that could be a scary situation.
1: Right. And whether you are married, single, widowed, or divorced, the fact is most of you don't have that plan in place for your financial future. It's nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan and Pat people without a plan do tend to feel less confident about their future.
0: That's absolutely true, Jen, and I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan, and a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if if you can even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create a retirement income strategy, and we start with what we call our five step retirement review if you're listening to me right now you don't have an income strategy and based on the statistics you probably don't we invite you to call so we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement including inflation stock market risk potential tax increases and skyrocketing healthcare costs learn about the options for generating income in retirement and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement even as costs keep rising there's no cost and no obligation for this analysis. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. After we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start mapping out your strategy to get you where you wanna go. This isn't about big wins. We aren't about getting, trying to make you rich. We wanna help make sure you don't ever end up living your money. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You want to take advantage of this opportunity from Pat to help make sure that you won't run out of money and you might even be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury.
4: Most people on Medicare have never heard of an advanced beneficiary notice or ABN. An ABN is a form that doctors and hospitals use if they believe a service being provided may not be covered or considered medically necessary by Medicare. ABNs are important and must be given to you prior to any service or item that may not be paid. If you didn't sign an ABN, then the provider cannot bill you for the service or item if denied by Medicare. ABNs protect you as they give you the opportunity to accept or refuse a specific item or service before they're given. They also protect you from surprise billing if Medicare denies payment. Keep in mind that ABNs do not apply for services that are specifically excluded from Medicare coverage, for example, a routine eye exam for eyeglasses. ABNs only apply you if you have original Medicare Parts A and B. If you have a supplement plan, then you have Medicare Parts A and B. However, if you have an Advantage plan, while you're still paying for Part B of Medicare, you have transferred your coverage to an insurance company and ABNs don't apply.
1: Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book, or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
2: You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at preservation specialists right now call 803-973-8473 that's 803-9-RETIRE
1: thanks for joining us today on save your retirement with pat struby i am jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside pat and you know after covid turned our world upside down in 2020 and 2021 There are some new questions that people are asking as it relates to retirement. We've had a big shift in our world, in our economy. People have different questions now. So with that thought in mind, we are going to go over some of those top retirement questions that Pat is getting right now. And certainly a lot of people, Pat, have always had questions about what's going on with their housing in retirement, maybe buying a new home in retirement, buying that Mm. dream home. Here's what's going on right now, though. We've had years of low interest rates, and now mortgage rates are starting to take off. And that is prompting some concerns here. So, Pat, that's one of our top questions here. Should I go ahead and get that dream retirement home and take out a new mortgage in retirement? And it's kind of a scary time with mortgage rates starting to go up.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that we've had an unprecedented amount of time with interest rates at historically low so numbers. Low. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so we always kept thinking, well, they can't get any lower when they're basically zero. <laughs> right. And then we kept thinking, well, they got to go up and they just kept staying low and staying low. Now suddenly as rates as Gosh. rates have gone up, it's kind of crazy because it's just not something we're used to. So certainly housing is a huge decision for retirement. And um, that's always really one our advisors really enjoy talking about with our clients because it's a big decision. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, uh, especially if you're a married couple, it's not an easy decision. Um, So that can be something that can be a pretty lengthy (laughs) conversation in our meetings. So is it time now to get that dream retirement home, take out a new mortgage in retirement? That's a hard one to answer. And I would say a couple of things. You know, A lot of our clients are hoping to, Try to pay off their mortgage, but let's say in this example that they can't, that's going to be a, an interesting decision of what do you think is going to happen with interest rates, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, they've gone up dramatically for mortgages here recently, and they could continue to go up. And then at some point, you know, we know that our government has just an astronomical amount of debt from mm-hmm. the politicians spending like crazy. Most experts believe uh, the government will do everything it can to bring rates back down at some point in the future. So um, that's a lifestyle versus you know trying to play the markets out and mm-hmm. try and guess what those interest rates are. But it is. You know, if, if you're borrowing money over the next 20 or 30 years at 4% versus 6% or 7%, you can imagine that's an enormous difference in cost over that time. So it is it is something that's worthwhile to be talking through with your financial advisor.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, those mortgage-related questions have always been around. You mm. get questions about existing mortgages, too, not just taking out a new one. But another one that you hear a lot is, do we pay off the mortgage before we retire? You, you always have questions about that. What are some factors we should consider in making a decision like that, not necessarily taking out a new mortgage, but getting the house paid off before we retire?
0: Yeah, whether to pay off the mortgage or not is probably one of the most common Conversations our advisors are having uh, with mm-hmm. clients, and that can be in a couple of different scenarios. It can be if you're, you know, coming in and you're five or ten years uh, from retirement, or, or even I guess it could be five or ten months too. You know, as far as how you're prioritizing, you know, where you're putting your money, uh, and that could be, you know, trying to put a little extra on the mortgage on a monthly basis. Another example is uh, someone who maybe inherits some money or comes into some money. Does it make sense to wipe out the mortgage or invest those funds? The one factor that I would always make sure I mention, we get the question sometimes, Jenna, hey, I'm retiring. I want to take a pile of money out of my 401k and then pay off the mortgage with that. Mm-hmm. The challenge with that is the money coming out of the 401k is going to be fully taxable. So that's a really tough one to, you know, yes. make the math work. So that's a challenging one to consider. The other thing that I, uh, I always say, Jen, is it's great to be mortgage-free in retirement, not only financially, but emotionally, <laughs> you know, we all would love that, that <laughs> right, feeling, right. but I will say we have clients that, that retire successfully and they just, they continue with the mortgage throughout retirement. We have many that have paid it off. One advantage that a lot of people don't think about is if you pay off your mortgage before you retire, not only do you not need as much, ex, you know, you don't have as many expenses with that mortgage payment, but for most people, a lot of their income is going to be taxable. So let's say your mortgage payment, just for simple math, is $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not actually withdrawing $1,000 off your 401k. You're withdrawing, say, $1,200 or $1,300. And that might bump you into a higher tax bracket as well. So the tax savings could be significant as well. So we're fans of having the mortgage paid off, but it's certainly not a requirement for a successful retirement.
1: That's a really great point. And Pat, let me just throw out the phone number really quickly. If you do have questions, and again, we never give out very specific advice here on the radio. Everything is always a very customized decision that needs to be discussed with somebody with Pat's team. But in general terms, we talk about a lot of things here on the radio. To get specific questions answered that you have, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call to reach the team at Preservation Specialists. Again, that number is 803 9 retire. Here's another question that you get a lot, Pat. People often wonder if they're on track with their savings goals. So they want to know, how much should I have saved at my age? How, how much do I need to have? How much do I need to have saved? Talk a little bit about how we answer that question.
0: Yeah, I think all of us um you know, and this comes back to, you know, I always say retirement has changed. It's a night and day difference from one or two generations ago where someone could work their whole career at one job and retire with a pension and social security and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of right off into the sunset. Mm -hmm. And that's not reality for most of us anymore. And so now we are, you know, as some people will say, we're kind of our own pension managers uh, now as we have to manage our 401k and savings and nest egg. So most of us just have that by human nature. We're thinking, How do I know when I have enough? And how do I know that my money is going to last as long as I do? And that's essentially of all the things we do at our firm. That's the number one thing that we're trying to help our clients figure out. So Mm -hmm. to us, it's not a formula because it's way too custom. It's way too individualized for each person or each family. You know, when you think about, you know, how much should you have saved? Well, that's going to depend on, of course, how old are you? When do you want to retire? What type of lifestyle do you want in retirement? Um, how are you going to invest your money? You know, if you have it all under the mattress, and you're not earning anything. That's very different than if we can generate some dividends or return off of the money. And that all comes back to, you know, when we do our, our no cost, no obligation review with someone, that includes a preliminary retirement income plan. And what we're trying to figure out there is... How much are you going to need in income in retirement? And then we're going to try and take a first guess at where is that income going to come from? Uh, How much and when from Social Security? Do you have pension benefits? And when is that going to start? Um, How are we going to draw money off of the nest egg? Uh, And of course, that analysis isn't perfect and it doesn't, you know, it's not something Mm -hmm. that's written in stone for the rest of your life. But I will tell you, Jen, the number of times that I've gone over that with someone and it's just the relief that comes over them. I've, I've seen that you can see a, a tense body just kind of relax because it's the first time they've ever seen, oh, I can actually do this. We can actually mm-hmm. retire. And that's what's really exciting for us uh, because we really want to help people move away from that fear and worry and, and move more towards confidence. And then, you know, that peace of mind once they have decided to retire.
1: Right, right. Pat, we've seen a lot of volatility this year, which has a lot of people wondering if they would be better doing some different things with their money, maybe not having it invested in the same places. Uh, Another thing people ask a lot about their 401k. You know, if my 401k is down a lot right now, do I do something else with that money? Do I stop contributions and maybe save that money in the bank or, or pay down debt? What about questions like that?
0: yeah those are all smart questions when you're contributing money to your 401k and trying to figure out if you should continue doing that, I think that's really smart because um, you know the last thing we want to do is just put everything on autopilot and not paying attention to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Having said that, that is one of the advantages of a 401k is the money is just being drafted and you're not thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. We all have the best intentions with the leftover money at the end of the month and often there's no such thing right? Yeah. because we've used it all. <laughs> yes. So I think the, there's a number of points that I think are important to think about when you're thinking about, should I put less into my 401k? First of all, if the markets are down, that's actually one of the best times to be putting money into the market. So, let's say it's down 20%, uh, and you just kind of ignore your 401k contributions the money just keeps going in and it keeps going in and keeps going in that's going to pay off down the road uh, assuming the markets eventually recover which of course historically they always have uh, so that's one thing that i would mention the other one that i'd mentioned one of the options you threw out there Jen is should i pay down debt mm-hmm. you know if you've got a mortgage rate that's you know three or four or five percent you know that's not a huge savings to pay that down of course if you have credit card debt at 15 or 20 or 25 yeah. percent that's yeah. all that's a whole different <laughs> story So we would want to consider that as well. And then the third item I would bring to mind here is, you know, it wasn't that long ago in my career, Jen, that people that were putting in a 401k, they did not have a Roth 401k option. Um, And so this is a newer option. A lot of our listeners may not even know if they have it at their work. So I would strongly encourage our listeners to, if you're putting money into a 401k, Find out, go to HR and find out if they have a Roth 401k option. Mm -hmm. Now, the regular 401k and the Roth 401k, there's different pros and cons there. But that's the type of thing that we sit down and talk with our clients about a lot is it may be a great time to be reevaluating which type of 401k that you're putting money into because that's going to have a big effect on your taxes in retirement.
1: Pat, what about questions about relating to volatility? Figuring out the best time to get out of the markets and then get back in. Everybody wants to be able to say they outsmarted <laughs> all, all of these things. Uh, what What do you do with with a question like that?
0: So this one's an easy one, Jen. All you have to do is you just buy low and you sell high. So I Got mean, it's it? really it's really very simple. You know,
1: should be easy.
0: <laughs> no, this is one of those things that. I'm 48 years old and I know all the math and I know it's impossible to predict the markets. And yet it took me so much of my career to realize I needed to stop trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. because uh, it does not matter. Uh, how smart you are does not matter what resources you have. It's impossible to make those predictions all the time. Now, I will say what we at Preservation Specialists do is we absolutely look at the long-term trends. So it's not possible to predict what the market's going to do over the next month, but we can actually have a pretty good idea of what it's going to do over, say, the next five or 10 years, because over a longer stretch of time, you, know, you don't have all the craziness of the media and you know political changes and things like that. What you have is fundamentals. And so those are the types of things that I, I think are most important. That's one of the beauty, uh, going back to your previous question, Jen, it's the beauty of the 401k is the money's going in every pay period, whether you like it or not. And so it kind of takes that out of our way because what most studies have found is we're our own worst enemy when it comes to trying to time mm. the markets. Yes. <laughs> and so the main thing that we really, really want to do is we want to make sure you have diversification, you've divvied up, um, you're, you, you don't have all your eggs in one basket. And that's really what our advisors do is when we're, when we're doing kind of a nest egg review for someone, helping them figure out how much of your money is in something safe and guaranteed, how much of it's in something risky, like the stock market, and then do you have anything in kind of the middle of the road that's you know paying dividends that you may not have cared about in your 20s and 30s, but when you get into your 50s and 60s, it becomes very important.
1: Pat, any other questions that you're hearing a lot right now as we start to wrap this up today?
0: Jen, I think you've really hit on all of them. The only thing the only other thing I can think about is inflation. Inflation yeah. is obviously crazy right now, and so that's one thing. It's a really harmful thing for retirees, so it's really important to be thinking about that right now as you're thinking of your top retirement questions. So, the one thing that we would always encourage at preservation specialists is of course be talking to a professional and also do you have a written retirement income plan that should be not only helping you figure out how much you're going to spend in retirement, but also where the income is going to come from and making sure you're protecting your purchasing power by having a plan for inflation. If you're not sure if you have all of that in place yet, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's the reason we offer a five-step retirement review to listeners of the show at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Pat, and we'll talk to you then.
2: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.